Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of The Modern Spiritualist. This is your host, Raheem Nanos. For new listeners, The Modern Spiritualist is a spirituality podcast that focuses on cultivating grounded spirituality between the dichotomy of organized religion and new age spirituality. Today, we will be talking about divine manifestation and the soul's evolution. The theme came to me through the direction of my helping spirits and is not something that I feel super ready to discuss, but it will basically be acting as like a what does it all mean part two, which I was planning. I just didn't think it would manifest like this, but if you want to listen to that one, it was just a few episodes ago and you can find it in the archives. So I'd like to call in my helping spirits and yours to hold the container for what will be said today. May it motivate someone somewhere to take inspired action in the fulfillment of their soul's purpose. Let's take a breath in through our heads and out through our hearts, magnifying our intent to contribute to the divine co-creation. Really quickly, I want to talk about William Penn University in Iowa. William Penn is a lovely Quaker college that shows tremendous integrity by consistently delivering on their high spiritual values. The Communication Research Institute and the Division of Digital Communication are looking for daring and amazing students to help create amazing video art. They have had a gender and color-blind admission process since as early as 1873, which is crazy, and they are home to an amazing technology center in one of the best wire towns in America. Rent is inexpensive, the people are friendly, and you can pursue your creative dreams with their international faculty who work on projects from all over. So if you are a student and you are looking for a great college that is aligned with good spiritual ideals, William Penn University is a lovely place to attend. I want to add that, yes, I'm keeping the lights on, um, but William Penn is a college that I actually really believe in. Not only are they ethical and philosophically sound, but they have a really good film department that gives film schools in L.A. a run for their money. So it's a big fucking deal, and because of this, I intend to spread the word in as honest a way as I possibly can, and through this podcast is a humble way that I can do that. Uh, but back to divine manifestation and the soul's evolution. Okay, so there's so many ways I can take this conversation, so let's just see where this goes. Um, if you recall from my previous episode what does it all mean? I believe I mentioned that existence came to be out of the absolute's desire to know itself. And I say absolute in this instance with a capital A because the absolute is actually beyond what we would be talking about if we were talking about God. The absolute is the eternal unknowable nothing from which all things become. So even God is just the first manifestation of that eternal, unknowable, absolute mystery. God is the supreme Godhead, supreme being. Yes, God is the everything. God is the all that is. But God, supremely, infinitely enormous as he is, we can at least semi-conceptualize. We can talk to God. We can forge a relationship. And in this way, God is the intermediary between that which is the unknowable nothing beyond form and us. So... When I say divine manifestation, what I'm talking about is the forms that spring from this great mystery, and that begins with the Supreme Godhead, which is the first divine manifestation, and from this manifestation springs forth the divine symphony of the infinite universe. We can experience these as archetypal concepts that then descend downward into what we 
experiences thoughts, feelings, and sensations. There's light, and from light springs color. There's sound, and from sound springs notes, right? As an example, and there's infinite examples. It's all around you, right? And this goes right to this new age idea that most people have heard before, which is vibration and frequency. Everything is vibration. Everything. Everything is vibrating at even the quantum and atomic level. It's scientific. And if you ask me personally, I believe, and this is where the new age bit comes along, that vibration itself is love, and these infinite manifestations of form are just love vibrating at various frequencies. And these different frequencies are how we experience life as a multiplicity. But the absurd polarity of this existence is that we witness these different frequencies as separate entities, where in actuality, that vibrational tone of love is operating on all frequencies. Otherwise, they wouldn't be vibrating, and nothing would exist. Love is the binding force that makes matter matter. And therefore, it is not truly a multiplicity. It is all one. It is love. Basically, we're all made up of the same stuff, right? So, in Sufism, which is the place I can speak from, we have a concept called polishing the heart to become a channel of divine light. And what this means is, as we descend down the line of manifestation to denser, more stagnant energies, energies we basically find vitriolic and unpleasant, these dense energies begin to cover the heart. And this happens because we glean impressions as we descend down to the physical material world, which is the densest plane of reality. Nothing wrong with it, it's just dense. And these impressions cover the true heart, which is the seed of divinity, or the seat of the soul. <clears throat> now, the heart cannot be tarnished, right? It's divine, it's creation itself, but it can be veiled. And perhaps our most intrinsic, important practice that forms the basis of Sufism is a practice that unveils the heart, or polishes the heart. And in doing this, we can clear these impressions, thereby clearing the ego, or the little self, with, these, with this... Um, blissful self-annihilation, allowing the pure, unadulterated light of divine manifestation to shine through. And in this way, God can see with our eyes, hear with our ears, and act with our hands. In Zen Buddhism, it's called becoming the hollow bone. In Christianity, it's called becoming the son of the father, right? The son of the father. Um, and this is the evolution of the soul, that journey from the quote-unquote fall of man to a prophet of God, to one that looks upon his own face and the faces of any other and sees only God. A way that I like to visualize this is um, sort of like when the sun shines through a stained glass window, the stained glass being your unique individuality, the sun being pure divine light, and as the rays shine through you, the color that is reflected through that stained glass is the manifestation of your soul's purpose. And sometimes you just gotta clean the window, and that's polishing the heart. And that's the thing with this physical material plane of reality. There's dust and dirt and stuff. You gotta clean it. Don't lose your mind over it, it's not a big deal. Just clean it up. Um, but the physical material world is the only place where we have free will, because we can do stuff with our hands. You know, we have these bodies as instruments of creation, and... For all our suffering, that's a gift. We have a choice. Every day we have a choice. What are we going to make today? What are we going to cultivate? We are 
the divine manifestation that can manifest of our own volition. And in this way, in this journey, through our eyes, God comes to know more of himself. And existence just keeps evolving forever as we make these choices and discover and learn and grow and fuck up and repair. Even once we're gone and the earth is gone and this universe is gone, and that's just this tiny universe in an infinite multiverse, divine creation will just reconfigure. Better and better, having learned what it's learning from us now. And that's the next absurdity of existence. We matter. Our choices matter. What we do and learn matters for divine evolution. It affects all creation. And yet still we're just a speck. A speck so tiny we cannot even conceptualize it. Each multiplicity is an infinite window to the one divine soul. Ever-changing form on the blank canvas that is the eternal absolute stillness. And if we can truly recognize that, we'll always be the eye in the storm. We'll always be connected to that intrinsic absolute reality. A drop in the divine ocean, and the ocean in a drop. Why? Because it's infinitely beautiful once you look around you. But that's up to you. Because it's all here for you. Anything you can dream up. You can create a reality of compassion, beauty, art, love, life, mercy, joy, gratitude. It's all here. And there's really no good or bad. That's a self-assignment created by a vehicle that wants to survive, mind you, and that's reasonable. But the step beyond just surviving is the next logical step of evolution. And if you can get there, your reality is your reality. However you want to shape it. And I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying it's here for you. It's the co-creation that is promised to you at your birth. You are divine. Why? Because you're here. You were born for the development of your soul. Develop it. Thank you.